Welcome to Disarming Persuasion, the podcast for sales and business leadership professionals. My name is Dave Rosenberg, and I am the founder and principal at Locked On Leadership, a consulting firm with a mission to replace Thank God It's Friday with Thank God It's Monday. With me is my co-host, a man who can literally teach sales with one hand tied behind his back, Darren Cecil. Filling in for Darren, the amazing Anne Bonnie. And what are we going to talk about today? Let's talk about names, Dave. Let's talk about using names, learning names, and 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 yeah, calling people names. Wow. Oh <laughs> yeah. I've been called a lot of names in my time. No, I didn't call you that many. Well, not just by you. Remember, oh. you're you're just a you're the last of a long string of people. I'm 60 years old. There's a <laughs> lot of history there. <laughs> it, it is kind of funny interesting though names right they're almost can be used like shield sometimes or face masks or masks right i mean when i was in college one year um one of my freshman years um that was so my second freshman year in college <laughs> and one of the guys in the dorm uh, I, I i can't remember what his name was okay we'll talk about remembering names in a bit although uh-huh. you know Give me 40 years. I think I give some forgiveness there. We weren't super close, but his name was his second name. It wasn't, he didn't go by his first name. Man. Like he was like the third or the fifth or the 20th or whatever. So, you know, he went by his second name. His dad was his first name. And so, and so I decided I was just for fun. You know, he started calling me Scotty. Scott's my middle name. <laughs> the next year I rushed a fraternity that he was in. He, he brought me in. And for that, year i was scotty and scotty was not dave two totally different people uh-huh because you talk- figured you were doing your freshman year again so you might as well do it differently it was my third freshman year so i did have to <laughs> fix things up you know mix things up so but how did that make you feel dave being scotty not good actually right Yes. You know, and this brings up the, the whole point of knowing people's names, learning them, using them right, saying them the way they like them is because they're, a person's name is important to them. Like it's their identity. Yeah. You know, let's, uh, when I say take my wife, I don't mean Henny Youngman, take my wife, please. Right. Please. <laughs> but, you know, my wife is Kathleen, not Katie, not Kat, not Kathy, not, not Kathy, Kathleen. And if you want to get on her bad side fast and nobody wants to get on her bad side at any speed, right. Call her something other than Kathleen. Yeah. And I try, I try to get out of my own way because I have, I have two first names, Anne and Bonnie, right? So sometimes people call me Bonnie. Sometimes people spell it with an IE. Sometimes people spell Anne without an E. And I'm like, why do you care? It's because it's not my name. You know, I mean, it's just so simply our names are important to us. Okay. So I, I got stuck at Bonnie as a first name. And then I went, Oh, sure. I know plenty of Bonnie's, but sure. Just because it's your last name in my mind, it's a last name. And then I'm like, Oh, oh wait, no, I know plenty of Bonnie's. Yeah. Yeah. And so many people are just like, Hey, Bonnie. And, and then they even spell it wrong. I'm like, it, it's written right there as EY as the second name, like it's, it just is alarming. And that's one of the things like in writing, in emails, especially when somebody signed the email, make sure that you're checking and getting the name right because it makes a huge difference. So that's a really interesting point. So one of the uh, 
habits I've gotten into. So I have a, I have a database people I'm calling all the time. And I had a researcher come up with these names. These are uh, association executives for the most part. And a lot of people will list in LinkedIn or in formal things, their full name. I might be, and, and I used to all the time, list my name as David. Um, I don't do that anymore. I'll, I'll come back to that in a minute yeah, about why. And so I would call and I would ask for Charles. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I'd get on the phone or I'd get an email and it'd be that with Chuck. Right away, I changed my database right. to reflect that. Yes. I, I had a skipper once who, whose name was Charles, which I brought that up. Nobody ever called him Chuck. Actually, nobody called him Charles e- either. His call sign was Heater. His last name was Heatley. And even in civilian life, he was just Heater. That's who mm-hmm. he was. Yep. Yep. And that's his name. That's what he identifies with. And it's, it's important. A- absolutely. And so if we want to connect with people, connect with them. The way, and I'll actually... You, uh, I'll ask people, how would they like to be addressed? Right. What do you want me to call you? I don't, I don't, I'm not, how would you care to be addressed? <laughs> I, I've got, I've got one guy who calls me Davey all the time. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like you're back in the old streets of Philly. <laughs> well, to me, and, and there's, there's a couple exceptions to this, but for the most part, the ease, Scotty, Davey. Annie, Annie, Kathy, Sherry. Well, Sherry's one of those examples, but right. But most of it, to, to me, it's almost like um, a child's name. Or, or it's just so informal um, that if that's not what you identify, and if, again, if it's not what you identify with, a lot of, some people do call me Annie. I don't, eh, it's mostly old family. When, when people in business are like, Hey, Annie. And, and I understand some people don't realize there's such a thing as a silent E. So they think that my name is actually Annie, by the way it's spelled, which I don't, doesn't make sense to me either, but you know, whatever reading is hard, (laughs) but you know, it's that informal, like I'm treating you like a little kid, like you said. Yeah. It's the little kid thing. And by the way, in your case, I don't think silent should ever be entered into the equation. (laughs) Maybe that's, she doesn't do anything silently. That's fair, Dave. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so as a general rule of, of thumb, I, 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 when people introduce themselves to me, I will typically use whatever name they introduce themselves as. Right. Absolutely. Because again, that's what they'd prefer to be called. And, you know, these days there are a lot of names, you know, we live in a multicultural world where people from all kinds of cultures and all kinds of countries you may hear a name that you're not totally familiar with. And that's one where it's important that you get the pronunciation right. If at all possible, you do everything you can to get that pronunciation right. Because what that says by saying the name, the way they want it to be said, whether it's Davey, Dave, you know, Chuck or Shaniqua or whatever, saying it the way they want it said, says, I care about you. And I want to do this the way that makes you comfortable. And I've actually said that to people. Yeah. I've said, listen, especially the people with a, I don't want to say it's an unusual name, unusual in my culture. Right. Right. It may be the John Smith, right, uh, of, of their culture. Right. Just, it's unusual to me. Right. And I've said to them, listen, I want to respect you. I just want to, I just want to address you the way you want to be addressed. 
And, um, you know, and I've worked with them. And by the way, folks, this is a huge, huge, I cannot spell huge, big enough and bold enough and large, yeah, large enough font opportunity for connection. And, and I mean, a real serious, meaningful connection. Right. Or vice versa, when you get it wrong, <laughs> a great way to build a wall between you and whoever you're dealing with. Yeah. And just by saying, I like the way you said that, like, I want to get your name right. I want to make sure that I'm not messing up your name. How would yeah. you like me? How, how, do, how do you say that again? Yeah. Yeah. And, and by the way, if, if, you're, if you're thinking right now, yeah, it's not that important. So, as, uh, and I've, I've quoted this before, Dale Carnegie uh, once famously quipped, the most uh, sweetest sound to anybody's ears is the sound of their own name. Yep. Super important. If I don't get your name right, what else am I going to get wrong? Well, and that's, I mean, it's personal. Yeah. Doesn't get yeah, your attention to detail, especially in writing in an email. If I get an email that says, Hey, Bonnie, B-O-N-N-I-E, like, I'm like, okay. And then again, not only is that not my name, but as you said, what else is this person going to miss in dealing with? And when you're talking about persuasion, you're talking about sales, you're talking about leadership. You're basically saying, I don't really care. I'm not paying attention. I'm moving too fast. This doesn't matter to me. Which means you don't matter to me. Right. I'm more important than you. I'm just going to fudge your name and it's not going to go well. Right. So right now, our, some of our listeners, some of our listeners are going, yeah, I got this. But many of our listeners, if statistics have any meaning at all, many of our listeners are going, I understand it, but I suck at remembering names. Excuses. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. What was that? <laughs> That's a giant cop out. It is a way for you to say, it's too hard. I can't do it. Because basically, if you say I'm terrible at remembering names, you're giving yourself an out of having to even try. And it's genuinely actually not that hard. Not only is it not that hard, you're also your self-talk. And and probably this is a whole nother podcast, right? But, you know, whether you, uh, this has been attributed to um, Henry Ford. I have no idea if he actually said it or just repeated it, but whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Yep. And so when you totally. say you, when you say you suck at it, guess what? You're going to suck at it. Yeah. And you're going to be hopeless. You're not even going to try. Right. Yeah. So what's your advice those, for those people who say I suck at it today, but I know I can be better at it. How do I be better at it? So first of all, Google it. Name recognition. How do I remember names? There are about 14 bajillion, bajillion ways to remember names. What's your favorite? Mine is when I meet somebody and they introduce themselves, I make sure that I'm paying attention in that moment. So often we are thinking about what we're going to say next or, hey, look at that tie or, oh, I could do business with this person. That when they say their name, we don't listen to it. So make sure you listen to it. And I'll immediately say, hey, Dave, great to meet you. Thank you so much. Or, you know, like, it's nice to see you. Great hair, you know, whatever. But I'll use the name. He's bald. I'll use the name so that I get to repeat it. And then for the next couple sentences of the set of the conversation, I'm repeating to myself, this is Dave, this is Dave, this is Dave to myself, not out loud. <laughs> it is something I do silently, Dave. I'm repeating to myself, this is Dave, this is Dave. And I'm just kind of going through that throughout the conversation in my head. And then it sticks. If I'm interacting with this person, you become Dave. 
And that that's great advice. And I got that advice, you know, uh, 25 years ago when I first got into sales. Yep. And it was really important. And I got the advice of it. And, and by the way, this is all valid stuff. You know, you get, you, you collect the business cards if you're sitting down at a table, sort of, especially if it's a lot of people, but even if it's not, just put their business cards in front of you in the order in which they're seating. So you could glance down at them. I got the advice of, you know, don't be afraid to ask again. And and yep. and that's actually, that, that really sound advice because everybody, most people are, are really bad at names and those who aren't recognize that most people are. So it's not that, and they'd rather you get it right. Sure. And none of that worked for me. I shouldn't say none of that. Obviously the business cards worked if I remembered to do that, you know, if I was thinking about it. And the challenge I had with repeating the name in my head is A, it echoed. So I really couldn't hear it a lot, but- um, <laughs> It's a lot of empty space. In a there. lot of empty space. <laughs> But but seriously, I would find myself zoning out on the conversation, and now right, it's it's oh, which is more important? And they're both important. So here's the solution I came up with. I've taught this countless times, and if I do say my so myself, this is brilliant. You may say so. It's your podcast. I just it's our podcast. <laughs> it's our podcast, but you know you're half of it. I am half. <laughs> Not the better half, but I'm half. At any rate, the I have a conversation. That's the first conversation I have is about the name. Now, there's a, it takes a lot of different forms depending on what the name is. So again, you know, you introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Dave, and you are. I'm Ann. Ann. Now, is is that Ann with an E or or without an E? Yeah, no, I have an E. I spell it right. Oh, oh, so the other the other people are wrong. <laughs> They just didn't finish writing it. <laughs> They're lazy. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> Your words, not mine. Oh, okay. I'm just inferring. So, so do you go by Anne or is that short for something or what's the, what's the deal there? No, it's just Anne. Just plain Anne with an E. Plain Anne with an E. How many times have I just said, okay, we're out mm-hmm. of character now. How many times yep. have I just said Anne? A lot. What are the odds are that assume it's a networking event and, you know, we, we, we spent our five, 10 minutes, you know, talking, and then we drift apart and two hours later towards the end of the event, we sort of are, are paths cross again. What are the odds that I'm going to remember Anne? Pretty good. Pretty high. Yeah. Pretty high. So names that have multiple spellings and Brian's another one that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I might have a conversation about how you is that Brian with an I or a Y? Names that are either given as a, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, nickname. Um, there's a fancy word for it that I can't think of right now, but that's okay. Um, but, you know, like like Bob, right? Like a shortened name. A short name. Is that is that Robert? Short for Robert, yeah. Right. So, uh, hi, I'm Bob. Oh, hi, hey, Bob. I'm, I'm, is, is that short for Robert? No, my, my given name is Bob. Oh, because that happens sometimes. You yeah, know? sure. Or yeah, it's Robert. Do you prefer Bob or Robert? Even though I know how you introduce yourselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or I might say, I assume you prefer Bob. That's why you introduce yourself that way. So something. Yeah. All I care about is one, I'm showing them I care. And, and two, it's going to sit in my head. Mm-hmm. Now, now I've had this conversation. Yeah. And, and then if you meet somebody like Heater, you can say, Okay, there must be a story behind that. I would love to hear, you know, or, or wow, what's the origin of that name? Because that doesn't sound usual. Yeah. Well, Without being the jerk about it, of course. Yeah, he'll tell you he was a fastball pitcher in, 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 in college or high school or something like that. But 
who is also the uh, nickname for the uh, uh, heat-seeking missile. It's called a heater. Huh. You know, and he says that's not why. And its last name was Heatley. You know, so you know, who knows what the truth is? But here we are, some odd, many, many, many years later, and I still remember heater. So right, right. Uh, and by the way, if you've seen Top Gun, you've seen Heater. He's in the movie. He's in the movie. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, and that that scene with uh, where where he first meets Kelly McGillis and he sings, you know, um, you never close your in the bar. Yeah. Yeah. So right next to Kelly McGillis is a tall uh, guy, curly hair. That's him. That's Heater. I'm totally gonna go watch that on YouTube. Yeah. I, yeah. And so, um, at any rate, now back to names. Yes. Now back to our story. The, the, <laughs> the last, and it really isn't probably the last, but the last major conversation I can think of the top of my head is, you know, where's the name come from, right? Mm-hmm. So again, one of these more Unicue names, you know, uh-huh. or, or at least Unicue to me, you know, um, you know, wh- where's it come from? Uh, is it a family name? These are all the sort of questions I might ask to engage somebody, you know, um, in a conversation about their name. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, that's a great way to, again, repeat it. And that helps you to remember it. Another way to create that echo, so to speak, is to see it. Like you said, put those business cards in front of you, look at their name tag or to write it um, and to write it down. And that sort of that kinesthetic learning versus the auditory learning where there's the visual learning, you're more likely to remember it if you have that opportunity. So perhaps once they walk away, you know, you grab something and say, Bob, tall with glasses, short for Robert, you know, whatever, you know, and he sells vacuum cleaners, you know, whatever it is that you want to remember, write it down um, so that you, you have more chance of remembering it as well. Yeah. Or like if it's, if it's a networking event and you've done the business card dance and so now, now they're walking away, you don't necessarily have to write their name down. Although if their name is formal, like, as I said, you know, my given name is David. And for up until I got in this business, you know, five, six years ago, I didn't really care what you called me, Dave, David, you know, I'd answer whatever, you know, there was always more than one in a room. Mm-hmm. And I, I had a, I had a marketing coach um, because David Rosenberg is not unique at all. Uh, if you open any major city open, well, there are no phone books anymore, but back in the day when Google there were, it. right. Google it. If you, I mean, there's a bazillion of us out there. So as a, from a branding perspective, it's not unique enough to own. Um, and so if you got my business card, it would have said David Rosenberg on it. But most of the time I went by Dave because I, mm-hmm. I well, there's you know more than one Dave in a room, which is almost, if there's four people, there's at least two Daves. It's one of those names. And so I ended up usually as Dave. And, and so if you get a card like that, you might cross out David and write Dave. Mm-hmm. Right? But if the name is given on the card the way they want it, just write down something about them, as you just described. You don't have to write the name down. It's going to help cement it all together. Exactly. Yeah. Because maybe you talked about vacuum cleaners and the, you know, the newest backpack vacuum cleaner, and that can help you remember them because that's probably the only conversation you had about vacuum cleaners in that room. Thank God for that. Right. <laughs> it's a vacuum convention but that's a totally different conversation correct correct i probably so, shouldn't say that because i've been trying to get into the vacuum and sewing machine uh company convention so uh there is oh i know somebody who has a sewing machine business here if you want to chat with him so <laughs> anyway um you know interesting fun fact about my name Anne bonnie was an infamous female pirate in the late 18th century 
Right. And, and you look she, marvelous. You look marvelous for your age. Thank you, thank you, darling. A few hundred years hasn't done anything to me, uh, but yeah. But it's my. But that's been a great conversation starter. And as I think about people who have said, "Hey, wait a minute, that sounds familiar." Wasn't there a female pirate? And then that becomes their way of remembering who I am. So that's kind of a fun, fun fact. And it's been a huge conversation <laughs> starter my whole life. You missed the button. You mean I coughed out loud? Yeah. Because <laughs> it was flashing when I let go. Probably I had to let go for it to, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, you know, and that's, and that's a great, again, a great way to say, I care about you. I want to get your name right. And if you're trying to, so back to persuasion, if you want to persuade people, let's just sort of tie this all together. If you want to persuade people, one, they have to like you and trust you. And if they're going to like you and trust you, they have to know you better care about them. Right. And if you don't know their name, there's no way you care about them. Yeah. And this is one of those things that if you get it right, unless they have a very one of those names that everybody gets wrong <laughs> and you're the one who gets it right. Usually if you get it right, it's not that big a deal. It's when you get it wrong that it becomes a huge barrier to that trust and that, that liking. I, I would say this, I, I would modify that just a little bit. If it's one of those situations where you met somebody briefly and then you see them again after a significant period of time and you remember their name, I don't care if it's Mark. Okay. If right. you remember their name, yep. their heart is going to glow. Yep. I remember Kelly McAuliffe. She was a spinning instructor at the Merritt Athletic Club in, on Ford Avenue in Baltimore. I had just started taking spinning classes. I was so uncomfortable because I had just started working out. And it was my second 6 a.m. Tuesday class. And I walked in and she said, oh, hey, Anne, thanks so much for coming back. And I was like, it was like a light shone down from heaven. And the angels were like, she knows you're here. And I was like, holy crap. Like she remembered my name and the power of that. You know, I, I give her credit for me getting into the fitness industry and getting a six figure job in New York city, running a group exercise program for a giant gym corporation. Yeah, no, it, it, it's, you cannot overstate the power of the name, you know, in, right. in, in literature, there's a, a theme that runs where the real, if you know the real name of something, you have absolute power over it. And like all things fictitious, there's a grain of truth. In it. If I know you, if I really know you, and not that I have power, like I can manipulate you, but that connection is a power and yep. it creates a strong connection. Yep. Cause it says I care. Absolutely. Wow. All right, so what do we name this episode? Get it right. Well, I'm trying to get it right. That's why I asked you. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, name that, I don't know. We'll come up with something. Yeah, but we'll have to will, brainstorm. We'll do that. It'll be, it'll, we'll, we'll get the umbrellas out. It's going to be stormy. Um, <laughs> all right, well, I think that pretty much wraps it up for today. And you got any last, Annie? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scotty. Uh, yeah, just make sure, make sure. Well, you know what's the other funny thing? Last, last little note about nicknames. And this one I don't mind because this has followed me my entire life. All the jobs, all the places I've gone, people call me Ann Bonnie. One word, Ann Bonnie. It's followed me, again, 
different careers, different cities, different settings. People don't know each other. I'm always and body one word, which I kind of like. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of cool. It's, it's a good thing. It is a first and last name because if there was a first and middle name or a hyphenated first name and you had a last name, then you'd have three names and then you'd be a serial killer. Right. Which I'm not. Mark David Chapman. <laughs> yes. Scary. They are all three names. Neil Patrick why. Harris isn't one though. He's awesome. Who? Neil Patrick Harris. We don't. Really He's not a serial killer. As far as we know. I love him. No, I know it's true. He, and that's all I have to say about that. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Well, with that bizarre way of ending this episode. <laughs> we never let you down. We'll see you next week. That concludes another episode of Disarming Persuasion. My name's Dave Rosenberg. And this is Darren Cecil. Visit our websites at LockedOnLeadership.com or DarrenCecil.com. Follow us on social media. You can find the links in the show notes. Remember, if they fail to make a decision, you failed to disarm them.